Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, y'all? This Shaquille Bear, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one the only Vinny Milani, joined as always by your boy, A.J. Johnson. And A.J., it seems like I have this whole pointing thing down when it's you and I. Like, I oh, I have now, I just now have taught myself that pointing to the left really means pointing to the right, but really means pointing to the left, if you know what I mean, hey, like that. I know what you mean, because I nailed it. Like, I was not boom. sure I would. <laughs> Fist Boom. Bump. Just like that. About- ah! <laughs> and it's not even the end of the show. You get a fist bump that early. That's how you know that it's going to be a great show. We are talking NBA playoffs. And of course, we're talking NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup finals. We're diving into the series that we like, series we don't like, and so much more. AJ, first of all, before we get into anything, anything at all, Anything? I need to know how you're doing, buddy. How are you? How are you Hi, doing today? Sir. I'm doing quite well. You know, it's Good. another great Wednesday, a rough cut Wednesday, if you will. And uh, I got a, cl- a, a possible closeout game in the NBA. And uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are yeah, probably going to go up 2-0. I'm, I'm, feeling, you, you, I'm feeling it. The, the, the fans see the title. You see the title and it says mm. do or die. Yeah. And in the caption, we de- we, we put... It's do or die for the Clippers, and it could be do or die for the Habs. We are going to dive into that and so much more on this episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. Now, AJ, have you made up for your mistake from last week? You mean not waiting 45 minutes for you to come on the show and start? That mistake? I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> I think I made up for my mistake last week by being ready to adapt on the fly. But to answer your question, I am more prepared this week than I was last week when it comes to regards of what you are speaking about, sir. And let's just get into it. Why don't we just do it? Let's not be Dylan's here and let's get right into it. AJ, it's time for the fast five and ladies and gentlemen if you don't know what the fast five is maybe you're new to the show this is where we go through five headlines in a minute 20 here to catch you up on everything that you missed between our last show and this show aj on your marks get set go all right the eastern conference finals were heating up but just like we expected we can't get a playoffs without any damn injuries trey young game three injures his ankle by stepping on the ref's foot bullcrap they win that game and then game four Giannis antetokounmpo hyper extends his knee it looked gnarly we were worried is that the end i don't know the hawks won that one but to the euro 2020 we go paul pogba just around the river bend 
upper 90. Beautiful with it. But that was the last highlight they had because Switzerland did the improbable and came back from 3-1 to win in penalty kicks. And in the NHL, some awards were given away. Kirill Kaprizov with the Calder, the Rookie of the Year. Adam Fox with the Norris, the Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh, Mark Andrew Fleury, you upset me. You stole it from Vazzy, but I give it to you. Congrats on the Vesna. And of course, Connor McDavid, rightfully so, after 105 points on the season, wins the Hart Memorial Trophy, the MVP of the league. They have written some new accolades on their legacies. Talking about legacies, Paul George had erupted in game five. Game five. Oh my gosh. 41 points. Talking about shut the chirping up. He went ahead and he did the damn thing. Give this man his props for that night. He deserves it. That's the Fast Five. Let's get it. Holy shit. That was the best Fast Five (laughs) I have ever seen in my entire life. Better than all mine. Better than Aaron's. Better than everyone's (laughs) Fast Five. That is the best. Dude, that was incredible. The lost some breath. (laughs) The video editing was so spot on. I mean, the... fans beautiful people at home we appreciate you guys tuning in of course but sometimes sometimes you might not understand and know what's happening and how much work goes into just that simple fast five edit Mm -hmm. right there aj what you just did was absolutely incredible dude bravo bravo that was those are great reps like that's what that's one of my favorite things about wednesday so i do give it to you for not doing it last week because like that just felt good to get that out like I've been in the behind the scenes watching you do highlight reads, watching Aaron do highlight reads. I haven't had to do them as much in class yet, so I get them in when I can with some extra reps, but it's fun. It's did, some good practice and, right there. Did you also throw a Disney reference in that? <laughs> hey, so when when I saw Pogba's goal, it was very reminiscent of all the years I played FIFA and would practice bending from the penalty shot. And so when I saw it the first time, that was the first line that came to my mind. So I, I had to throw it in there. I had, I had to go a little Zach Grady 180 and do some singing in there. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. They, I, I, I think I might agree with Bailey. You Ooh. might have to start doing fast fives more often. That would do. That was incredible, man. But like that I was said, amazing. these are reps. I can't rob you or Aaron or anybody of those reps. It's 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 well, it's well needed. It's needed. Well, well, Aaron and I are about to graduate in September and October. And so after <laughs> so that, after that, is, it's, I'm going to get plenty practice in all the classes i have left we don't want y'all to yeah. get rusty we don't want y'all to oh, get rusty <laughs> that's fair that, that is fair and I, I i know i know i was pull the curtain back i was supposed to segue to something after that clip after that fast five but i can't i oh. just can't oh because you brought up fifa it made me think of chell Oh. It made me think about your huge dub that you had over Oof. Dylan last night in Shell. Huge dub. All huge dub. Yeah. Yes. I, I, huge. I, I was, I got to say, I was surprised at your game with Dylan. I, I definitely thought she put up dub digits. <laughs> yeah, I let I let everyone down. I let everyone down. And for everyone listening at home that might not know exactly what's happening, Dylan has been talking mad shit about his NHL 21 or 20 skills. His basically video game NHL skills. Talking so much shit like Dylan does so often. You know, the and he said that he would he would uh he wax would bend me ass. over and yeah, he would wax that ass and bend me over and shell. He did not. And he said he would do the same thing to, Air, uh, to AJ. And, mm. well, 
It didn't yeah. happen. Neither happened. Yeah. Neither happened. Yeah. It he was, got himself a good yeah. game in when I forgot to plug in my Wi-Fi and had poor connection, but we, we flipped the script yeah. on him. We flipped the script on last him. Last night, Dylan played three. Last night, Dylan played three games and he went one for two or one and two. He went yeah. one and two in his uh, and shell I was games. Like a half and two and a half. But you know, I'm gonna give credit. I'm gonna give credit. You know, I'm gonna give credit. And, and realistically, hey Dylan, here comes the shit talk. You didn't even show up in the first game against Oof. me, buddy. You Blake you really up. didn't. It was like I was playing Zilk. against myself. Nothing. <laughs> zero. Zero. Zero goals. But AJ, you had something in that fast five that I did want to segue to, and it's Paul George, and it's the Clippers. Mm-hmm. No Kawhi Leonard. I've been dying to talk to you about this game and what the Clippers have been doing, because. The Clippers obviously avoided elimination on Monday. And now they're facing another do or die game tonight. It's not just Paul George. Who is helping the Clippers to victory? You know, it's not just Paul George. And, you know, Aaron and I have talked about this a couple of times. It's it's always about the depth. You know, you got to think about these role players. And since Kawhi has gone down, that next man up mentality has trickled down through this Clippers locker room. And he's been getting guys like Reggie Jackson to go off. Reggie Jackson has been a revelation and has been a beautiful number two to Paul George. Reggie Jackson has 20 points, 20 plus points in six of the last seven games. That's been huge to know that you have a, a, a one B if you need to really go up and get it when you're not having a good, a great game is perfect. Not to mention Reggie Jackson is also hitting very well from three. He's got 56 in these playoffs. That's the most made three-pointers in these playoff series. He's been big time. He's hitting the shots when they matter. He's hitting the shots at the clutchest moments. And that's the other thing you need, knowing that if we're going to double Paul George on the last shot possibly, there's another guy who can go and get it. Not to mention Marcus Morris has played very well as of late. And DeMarcus Cousins got healthy as well. He only played 11 minutes in game five, but he put in 15 points in just 11 short minutes. These guys have been fighting. They've been fighting back from every single playoff deficit they've had. And uh, tonight, tonight should be an interesting one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about tonight. So obviously the game will be going on. What is that? Nine o'clock tip off nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So that, that tips off at nine o'clock. So during the show, it'll be going on. Let's talk about that game game four. it's game four. Yeah. Game four. No, tonight for the it's game five. It's game six. Tonight for the Clippers and Suns, it's game six. So Phoenix won the first two without Chris Paul. Chris Paul came back for game three, and they lost that one. Lost, Uh, yeah. They got game four in a brutal, ugly game. Nobody could score. Nobody could hit. Low-scoring game. And then Paul George had the ridiculous game five with 41 points, six uh, six and 13 rebounds. So I'm I'm glad you went went that route because another thing I wanted to talk about was Chris Paul. To me – he hasn't looked the same since since returning and he's not returning from an injury. He was he's returning from like from covid protocols. Yeah. So is what's going on with Chris Paul and can you can you tell me you know, more about it? It's so funny because before and not funny as I make light of it but in the way of I I looked at him getting a break, you know, the Suns won these two games without Chris Paul. That was huge. You know that was huge. They, it shows the leadership that Chris Paul has is residual. It's there when he's not even around. And then uh, for him to come back, I wondered maybe he'll look much better. He'll go back to the Chris Paul of the first couple of series. That mid-range will be hitting. And he'll look beautiful. And then I started to wonder, you remember Cam Newton had that horrible hangover from COVID-19? And Jason Tatum had that yeah. horrible hangover from COVID-19. 
Now, they said Chris Paul didn't have it. He just was around somebody who had tested positive. But I started yeah. to wonder if that was something that maybe they kind of overlooked, you know, because he, he he made it through the protocol regardless if he had it or not. He was fine. And I wondered if that caused something because he hasn't been – I mean, he's gotten there, you know, and it's been a struggle. Like, his numbers tell a different story than what you're seeing on the court. His numbers look great. You know, 22 points in the last game, eight assists, and he, he's been pretty big, but he shot eight and 19 from the field. You know, he had to grind to get those 22 points. His mid-range, his bread and butter, the shot that you watch nobody stop for two solid series, he can't hit one. He, I think he's like two for seven in the last game on one of those, or at least it looked and felt like it. So I don't think he's compromised to the point where they can't get it done, but I do think that had a big hindrance. Him and Devin Booker for all but game five had a big hindrance on them not being out of this series already. It, it, it just seems so odd to me. It just seems so odd, and and I saw it, I saw today. I I didn't see today. I I've noticed obviously the Devin Booker thing with the broken nose. That's a big deal. Yeah, like yeah. I, it might not look like it's a big deal on the court, but that's a very big deal. Like your breathing's all messed up. Like it's yeah. it's tough. It is tough to do that. So, hey, but you always you always allude to like wanting these guys to be tough, and you call you used to call them sissies. You don't do so yeah. anymore that much, but. Uh, in his press conference the day after, uh, you know, the game after he played, he's like, yeah, I took the mask off. You know, it just it wasn't sitting right with me. It's like, you know, it, screw it. I can get surgery at the end of the season. And I was like that right there. That's somebody who understands what is at stake right now. And it's no matter what, like, hopefully he doesn't get punched in the nose a few more times. But, hey, I'm I'm liking I'm liking that toughness and that desire to be on the court. Yeah. And, and, and so that takes us to tonight's game. How do you think this game pans out? If you were to, if you were to dive into it and make a prediction after you're talking about it, that that'd be great. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and make somebody mad right here. I'm sure he's listening. Somebody tell somebody that tell somebody that tell somebody. <laughs> heard it from a friend who. I'm about to make Aaron Mukes mad right here because I'm about to talk about Paul George because that's who this game comes down to tonight. You can say on the other side, it comes down to Chris Paul. Of course, he's got the pressure as well. This this is going to talk a lot about Chris Paul's legacy, but I'm focused on Paul George because, yes, he had a fantastic game. 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, three steals. He shot 75% from the field. He had an, an eruptus game five. It was amazing. Eruptus. 20 points. 20 points in the third quarter alone, 30 points in the second half, made all his free throws. He's averaging 30, 10, and 6 against the Suns. He's actually been playing very well. And everybody has gotten on Paul George because he doesn't come up and close out games. Well, hey, he did it in that one. He definitely did it in that one. Give him his props where he, where he deserves his props. But here's the thing. Let me talk about it. He's, he's done this a lot. This has been his playoff series. He's done this a lot. In a closeout game against Utah, 28, 9, and 7. In a closeout game against Dallas, 22-6-10. And in the other closeout game against Dallas, 20-13-6. He's been okay in these playoff games, spectacular in the last one. But people, we didn't just make this up about Paul George. We didn't just go, I decide I hate that guy, so let's talk bad about him. <laughs> Paul George has given us reason to believe he can't do it in closeout games before. He's had a great playoff series again. I'm saying that. But let me let me take you back to the past. We won't go back to 2014. That was a different Paul George. But let's go back to 2017. Eastern Conference first round versus Cleveland. In the closeout game, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. They get swept. 
2018 versus Utah in a closeout game. Five points, three rebounds, and eight assists. In a closeout game, you're supposed to be a star. Come on. Now, he had a great one when he was in OKC with Russell Westbrook against Portland that put up 36-9-3. Fantastic. But then you go to 2020. We all remember game uh, seven against Denver, 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, and that horrible, scary, bad-looking shot from the corner off of the backboard. So we've had reason to believe this, and that's why again and again, I'm giving him credit for what he's done, but I'm going to say it again. You have to do it again. Another game, you have to show up because you are that guy now. You're the one that's going to take this team. They're going as far as you go. Because as great as Reggie Jackson been playing, I don't know if he's going to drop 40 because Paul George can't score. He he could go out of his mind, but am I going to depend on that? No, I'm here to depend on Paul George. So like I said at the end of the last closeout game, I'm going to say it again. Do it again, Paul George. Do it again. I like that. I like that a lot. I do. So this is do or die. Yeah. This is do, do or, or die. die. It's in tonight's game. I, I want I want I want you, sir, to give me your prediction. Does because I had to me, I said sons and five. It's mm-hmm. obviously past that point now. It's six. I and I think and you oh, I thought you had sons and six. No, that's Aaron. Aaron had sons and six. I I, I had sons and five. Got it. So that's obviously out the door now. Yeah. Do the Suns take care of business tonight? You know, something about this series makes me really understand how I really felt. And it's not about Paul George, because I do not hate on Paul George. But, like, it's clear to me now that I just really don't want the Clippers in the finals. Because <laughs> no matter what they have shown, I'm picking <laughs> the Suns. And I do think they close it out tonight. I think it ends in game six. I think Chris Paul, because here's the thing, like, your game five loss, you would have loved to have had it, right? But game six, like, I, I believe the Suns are going to win. But it's not like I could count the Clippers out. And in a game seven, anything goes. So I think Chris Paul knows that. I think Chris Paul knows he's not going to have a better chance to get to a finals than right now. Because next season, Kawhi might be back. Jamal Murray's going to be back. Portland might figure something out. The Lakers are going to be healthy. The West Conference, you don't get opportunities like this. And I think he knows what's knocking out the door. I think they're coming out fast, and I think they're, they're coming out to close this game out. I I can definitely see it. I obviously said Suns and four, or Suns and five. So maybe I did say Suns you and did four. You did say four. I, did, I think you I did, did say, say Suns and four. You were four, I was five, Aaron was six. I nah, that, that was what it was. That was it's what it was. So, so I, we both have the Suns here tonight. So let's go over to the, the Eastern Conference before we get into our main event. Again, coming up in just a little bit, we dive into the film room for the Stanley Cup Finals, game one between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. But first, AJ, let's go over to the Eastern Conference and okay, your okay, Atlanta okay. Hawks. Your Atlanta Hawks, I would say, surprised a lot of people. They did, didn't because, they? Because they were without Trey Young. And I remember going on our show. I believe we had a sh- Was that? That was last night, wasn't it? Yeah, that was last night with Diamond we were, Talk. We were yeah. talking in the green room in the yeah, so, about it. So no Trey Young. And you, myself, and everybody else was like, oh, the, 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 the Hawks are done without Trey Young. And now the Bucks might are going are most likely going to be without Giannis, and we saw a Hawks team that didn't look that bad without Trey Young. Can the Bucks do this without Giannis? Ooh, you know, hey, that's a different type of breed, and and let me tell you why. Because Giannis, 
what what he did was make a defense in the Atlanta Hawks uncomfortable. Without that, they feel much more worthy playing defense against the Milwaukee Bucks. Let me tell you what will go wrong for the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis Antetokounmpo. That dominant inside game is something that is going to hurt because they are a team that has lived and died by the three-point game. They had a great – you remember a couple of weeks back where your boy Bryn Forbes went five for six from three <laughs> and had 14 points in the first quarter? They went lights out in that game, and everyone asked, can they do this again? Most people said no. Having a shooting night like that is a little wild. It's a little crazy. The other night when they blew the Hawks out the building, they had a pretty decent night from three, and, of course, Giannis doing what he's doing downstairs. But last night, they shot eight for 39 from three. The game for the Bucs is inside doing damage so you can kick the ball out and let Chris Middleton do work later in the game. Without that, I trust the perimeter defense of a Danilo Gallinari. I trust the, the foot movement and the footwork of a John Collins. And if you do want to come inside, Clint Capella is a pretty solid defender down there. So I think I think without the Bucs, it's oof. I, I did say when this started, it can go seven. I thought it could go seven. Yeah. I also said when they blew the Hawks out the water in game two, I said, calm down. One, <laughs> if you recall, the Bucks got blown out like this against Brooklyn. And number two, this is looking very reminiscent of Atlanta versus Philly. And here we are again. Atlanta had that sandwich on the four games. They won the first game. They dropped two in the middle, won the fourth. And now they go back into fight mode. Without Giannis, if Trey Young can come back, they bought themselves a game. If Trey Young can get back for game five, they have a solid chance to do this in six. Won't be surprised if he goes seven. Yeah, I, I it's so. Uh, Trey Young might be back. Trey yeah. Young might be back. If Trey Young isn't back, and you see a Hawks Bucks series without Giannis and without Trey Young, is it is the are the Bucks the clear like is it is it that close with with the two teams like without their star without their stars. I feel like I feel like to me, I feel like the Bucks are are are, are a lot like, like I feel like with they still have because the Bucks had a, a quiet big three of Giannis, yeah. Chris Middleton, and uh and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I feel like those three guys were like the guys. They had like a ba a baby big three. And <laughs> the go. Hawks, the Hawks, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I didn't feel like the Hawks with 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 Capella Young and the guy that I hate. I can't remember his name. I don't. I shouldn't John remember Collins. his name because he sucked. Aiden. John Collins, John trash, Collins. Uh, trash. Uh, but is it? Are the Bucks that much better without? I don't like, think if the two stars are not there. Better. So so you hit on something though. So like you think about if you want to think about three players and then we'll open it up in a second. You're right. Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. You take out Giannis. Now you still have guard play and wing play and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. That's huge. Brooke Lopez can play big, but he likes to shoot a lot of threes, but he's still tall. You know, he can get down there and do some things. When you go over the Hawks side, you take out the big three, which would be Capella, John Collins, and uh, Trey Young. You take out Trey Young, you don't have any guard play. You're hoping that you can have a guard that can replicate some of the things that Trey Young can do with John Collins and Clint Capella. Now, Lou Williams can still hoop. He can still ball. Don't get me wrong. I'm okay. Lemon Pepper Lou? Lemon Pepper Lou, I am okay with him <laughs> running the offense, but who's coming up behind him? That's the other scary part. When he needs a breather, are we far enough ahead that the Bucks can't come back? Uh, is Bo is Bogdan going to get back to another 20-point night like he did in game four? Is Danilo going to keep hitting shots like he's done so well for the last five, six games? You know, those are the guys you're, you're really panning on. 
And we finally got a Cam Reddish sighting. I've been excited for him to come back. <laughs> I hope he's just energized and excited to play and can just channel any of what he had at Duke. And if that's the case, he's a solid defender and can hit the three. Last but certainly not least, though. Last but certainly not least. The series is tied 2-2, obviously. Trey Young is questionable for this game. Giannis is doubtful. That that's the reports. That's the news right now. Yeah. So we won't know about Trey Young till closer to game time tomorrow. If you're the Hawks, the series is tied 2-2, and you know that Giannis isn't there on the other end. Does it make you does it make you think twice about playing Trey Young? Like, you know that their star isn't there, so you're like, okay, we can maybe we'll let Trey rest a little bit more and get him back to 100% before forcing it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, unless he, unless it's clear he shouldn't be out there. Like, and you got to remember, a star like that, if they have the killer mentality, they have a small say in what happens on their playtime. Like, if he's close enough and he thinks he can do it, I, I say you get him out there and you get that lead. Because, like you said, you don't know. Giannis is doubtful. No structural damage shown to the tear. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, take the word tear out of there. That's not. Uh, the hyperextension, there was no structural damage or anything. So they just know he's hurting, and it's unclear when he'll return. So what happens if it's a Joel Embiid situation where he's out of game, but you bring him back next game, and he's ready to go and looks like his yeah. old self? Trey Young, if he can play in game five, needs to play in game five. Get that lead. Buy yourself a game seven, because then you gave yourself a chance. So if it's up to me and Trey Young is close enough to go, he's out there. And he, and if you get ahead and he, you got guys shooting shots, you don't got to play the whole game. Bring him down, sit him on the bench, let him rest. And I, I I personally think it was more of a precautionary thing last night. I think it was more on the precautionary side last night. Mm. So I think I think That's by game by that tomorrow, by, by tomorrow night, I feel like I feel like Trey will be there and he'll be ball, he'll be balling out. And I think the Hawks could take a three two lead tomorrow. That's yeah. that, as, as, as shitty as that may sound. I think the Hawks take a three, two <laughs> terrible <laughs> sports casting right there. Terrible sports. It's, casting, not, but it's really not. That's your opinion, right? It is. It <laughs> not is. everybody it is. knows it's going to be a game. five. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Game two of the Stanley cup finals is happening right now. Siri, the game is tied. Nothing, nothing uh, going into the set about to go into the second period. Lots of penalties. Lots of things have been happening. We're going to get into that. And more, but AJ, first, sir, gentlemen, buddy, buddy old pal, can you please enlighten the viewers where they can follow us at? I sure can. How about at Twitter, at RoughCut underscore sports, on Facebook at RoughCut Sports, and then on Instagram at the RoughCut Sportscast. And of course, we are balling out on YouTube now at RoughCut Sportscast. Get over there, share the page, hit a like, watch a couple videos, then hit that subscribe. Hit that bell and tell everybody. Wow, look at that speed. Look at that speed. Oh, my God. You're you're still in that fast Ridiculous. five mode. You're still in that fast five mode. Yeah. I can't slow down. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. But let's get into the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! It's 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time again to the main event. The main event is brought to you by Yeti. Get your Yeti cups now. It is the we're in the heat of summer. No pun intended there. Get your Yeti cups now. <laughs> Keep yourself cool. AJ's got his next to him. He's got that King Crab that Orange. I've got my Rough Cut special. It, it, yeah. It's all loaded up. Get your Yeti merch now at our web at the link on our Facebook page. Support the show. That's what you you're here what? for. And uh, you know what? I think I think I got another Yeti giveaway coming up. Uh oh. I think I got another like a, Yeti you, giveaway. Like a you up. pay for 10%? Nah, nah, nah. That was a you know one time deal. You know, you had to get it then. If you keep getting the same deals out every other week, well, what's to stop you from jumping on that deal right then and there? So nah, you missed that one. Fair Beth enough. got in on it. She got she got a little uh little kickback. So uh no, that's not it. But I'm working on it. I'm working. On it. I, I found something that guy. um found something that people of all ages above 21 and enjoy. <laughs> Male, <laughs> alcohol? female, <laughs> alcohol, <Yes>. alcohol ish. <laughs> I mean, Yeti and doesn't Yeti? spell alcohol, so. But uh, but you know what Yeti does with alcohol? If you pour your alcohol in Yeti, it'll keep that shit cold. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I, what, I what a what an ad read for Yeti right there. You put your alcohol in there, it'll keep that shit cold. You ever see you ever see that hot sauce commercial where the where the granny goes, I put that shit on everything. Yes, you ever I see have. that commercial? It's great. That's awesome. It's great. Let's get that chat bumping for this main event. Share the mm. show right now. Do yourself mm. a favor while I'm talking. Share this show because your support, you sharing it goes such a long way. Shout out Beth and shout out Jessica for being on YouTube you and too? Jessica for even being here because oh. Aaron isn't here. She is proving to us that she does not. What? You good? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I had see? to pull that one up. Yeah. She uh, she called yep. she she yep. wanted See? so now now she's coming out for stipulation. That's what it is. She's like, all right, since you got it, she feels guilty. Okay. We we called mm -hmm. her out. That's what it is. She feels mm -hmm. guilty. We called her out. We're making it happen. But again, if you are if you're on Facebook, do yourself a favor, head on over to our YouTube and start watching from there. Maybe you have two devices that you could pull up and be like, okay, I'm gonna go on YouTube so I don't miss anything. Hey. Go on YouTube, watch on YouTube. That's where we want you to be right now because. All the action in a few months is going to be happening on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give it to you straight. That's what we do here at the Rough Cut Sportscast. I give it to you straight, right down the middle. Okay. In a few months, when football season rolls around, it's going to be a lot more content on the YouTubes, and you're not going to want to miss it. So head on over to our YouTube page, Rough Cut Sportscast on YouTube. Hit that. Go into the search button. All you got to do: search the Rough Cut Sportscast. We'll pop up, and we'll be there. Back. <laughs> AJ, let's get in to this main event sponsored by Yeti. Yeah. And it's the film room, buddy. You and I did an assignment for myself in my past <laughs> class. Those are and worse. in that assignment, in my assignment, we made up a segment called the film room. And it is where I dove into a certain play or a certain thing that happened in the hockey world. And I kind of dove deep in it to kind of break it down and give you some Give people the the knowledge that might not know about the game of hockey. You so that's kind of what do. we're doing here. <laughs> I do. I have a few things that I want to bring Ooh. up here today. Obviously, game two is happening right now between the Bolts and the Habs. And game one happened, and it was very physical. And the first play I want to bring up is to settle something between you and me. 
AJ. You and I, Peter Kramer. You and I. So in game one, you will notice, if you haven't seen already, there was a play between Brendan Gallagher and Mikhail Sergachev that led to Brendan Gallagher getting mugged in front of the net and slammed. It's choppy? Is it choppy? For me, at least. Uh, Hopefully it's not for... Hopefully it's not for everybody else, but you see Brendan Gallagher get slammed down head first to the ice. That wasn't on purpose. I'm not going to get mad at Mikhail right. Sergachev for that, right. but AJ doesn't see the fact that there's a problem here with what Mikhail Sergachev did. Now I do see, Hey, look at John Travolta at the game right now. Uh, I do see a problem with this and we'll take you through it here. So this play happens a lot. My buddy Amish Mike came at me with this soups choppy. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Oh no, no, no. But okay. Well, you know what we'll do? You know what we'll do? No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, maybe I can find some well, uh, songs here that we can. Uh... <laughs> nope. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I'll pull it up in just one second. You know, technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Okay. But okay. it'll be here. The way we're sharing it right now isn't the best way. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. It's maybe cool. for maybe that. for when I go down to the f- actual film breakdown, I'll I'll revisit that. But we'll we'll get into it once it wants to load up. You know, streamyard right. problems. Not yeah. Will. All right. Well, do, do yeah. You, you know, are are you working on that? You want to take it another direction real quick? I it's mean, load. You... It's it's loading. It's loading. You know how streamyard uh, goes. Yeah, streamyard with the slowness and the. I'm surprised we're not. No, I'm kidding. I'm not frozen. I just figured out. Oh, dude, I would have lost my shit, dude. I would have lost my shit if that would have happened. Okay, so here it is. So for the fans who are watching, this is the play that happened. Okay, so you see the scrum. This is it right now. I'm going to restart it because what Mm -hmm. I see and what AJ sees is different. Restarting Mm -hmm. it here, bringing it back up. Watch Mikhail Sergachev not be on the screen and then come on the screen. Not on the screen. Oh, and then, hey, Brendan Gallagher is in a very vulnerable position. Let me come back onto the screen and drop on the guy who's Hold half up. of my size. Hold up. All right. So before you even get into your little breakdown, uh, what I see there, if you want to go ahead and pull it back up, is while Sergeyev is playing some D, he just gets cross-checked for no reason. So he goes back at him. Now, Sergeyev's boys come and jump in Gallagher's way. It is more of a bitch move for Sergeyev to be like, yeah, I got bodyguards, than to go back at him because he didn't ask for them to take his fight. He was ready to fight. So he came back into the picture where he belonged from the jump. So, I'm supposed to just so stop you go, because cause so, my, cause people so got in the go way? Back, people didn't get in the way. He was already getting mugged by, by teammates. Like, that was the thing. He was he already was getting first, mugged by his he teammates. He was the one. He was the one. In the initial start of this altercation, Gallagher comes with the cross-check. Yeah, he turns around, cross-checks back, and then his his peers skate up and get in front of him. He so, didn't ask for that. So I he didn't ask for that. I want to take so you back here. I, I wanna, let's watch closely. I'll pull this one up again so it's not choppy. Mikhail Sergachev, what Mikhail Sergachev does to uh, – Mikhail Sergachev initiates the, the, the contact at the very beginning to stop Brendan Gallagher from running at um, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Brendan, uh, uh, too many Russians. <laughs> Mikhail Sergachev <laughs> steps up in front of Brendan Gallagher to protect his goalie. Rightfully so. That is the right thing to do. Watch. Steps up, protects his goaltender. 
But then he's already getting mugged. There is no need for any of that. There's what no t- need bro, for any look, of that. Sir, sir, sir. Again, if I am the one, I don't care if he got in the way and invited the cross check. If I am the one who begins the altercation, it, just because two other people jump in the way and go at him doesn't mean I stop. You would have called him a bitch for stopping. You would have been like, oh, look so at that. That's so no, nice. He no decided way. to stop fighting. It, Are you kidding instead me? Of a, Bruh, instead of a three not. on hold one. Hold on, hold on. It's not because he took the other two back out of the situation. What do you he mean? Moved them out the way. What do you what mean? Do you mean? Bro. It, okay, so in oh, okay, hold on, hold on here, hold on here. So in the wrestling world, in the wrestling world, there's a thing called a handicap match. It's a two-on-one match, but it's one-on-one, and then that other person has to tag the person in. It's still a oh handicap match because it's two bodies against one. That's tag how that nobody works here. in. He ain't tag nobody what in. You mean? This was this what was you them. Mean? This was them running down the ramp, un uninvited, sliding into the ring and start hitting people with chairs. But that's Sir the problem. Was that's the problem. On it's the other guys, he it's uninvited. It is uninvited. Watch again. I'll, I think the second replay on this shows an even better spot of Blake Coleman jumping Brendan Gallagher first, and then Mikhail Sergachev coming out of nowhere and just Sergachev dump, was already down. there. Sergachev no, was already there. See. He's not on Bruh. the screen. Watch, bro. Okay, they are fighting fine. right that's, there. That's, they okay, are fighting right there. That's right there. Okay, and then he comes in, and then he comes in. How do you come that in when you were all? Oh my god, he was watch, already watch. a part okay, of the fight. Okay. He was let me, already let me, let me a do part some of Dan the Patrick. Fight. Let me do some Dan Patrick school of sports casting here and break this down and commentate oh, here. Man. And and I'll break it down for you. Okay. Sergachev and Gallagher. Sergachev and Gallagher. Sergachev and Gallagher. No more Sergachev and Gallagher. Oh, wait. It's a two on one now. Let me jump in. He's done I'm this sorry. before. It's a coward move. It's trash. So, so I heard Sergachev and Gallagher. Sergachev and Gallagher. Sergachev and Gallagher. Oh, no, Sergachev. Oh, he's back. And that, so for. There was more oh, time oh, okay, with Curtis Evan Gallagher so, than there was anybody okay. else. I don't understand how you sorry, don't see this. Sorry, let me let me show. Let me. Okay, now Coleman, 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 Coleman. Then Sergachev. Did I say Blake Coleman's name enough to be able to make that okay? To make a th- a two on one mugging okay? All right, you know what? Here, this is how I'll I'll end this for my part. You you went ahead and Dan Patrick broke it down. Let me street school and break it down for you. If I'm out street here school. and somebody come at me and start fighting me. I don't care which one of my boys jumped in. This was my fight. If I get back in it, it's me and him. I didn't ask you to come over here and throw okay, hands. So, I'm not going to okay, stop. Okay, you want Let's let's head to the streets. Let's head to the streets then. So if 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 you and a dude are fighting on the streets and then your boys come in and jump the guy and beat the shit out of him, are you going to go in afterwards and then beat the shit out of him even more? They didn't beat the shit out of Gallagher. They got two hits in and he what jumps back in. He, Blake Coleman ripped his helmet off. He made him a defenseless player at that point. He was aggressive. He was aggressive. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect him to come in and slap him a little bit and then go, all right, Sergey, your turn. No, (laughs) I'm sorry. You can say what you want. My mind on this ain't going to change. Cause I'll tell you right now, if that's me skating, just like that, I might push my boys out the way before I go back at them. This was my fight from the jump. That's all I got to say. That's where I'm at. This is this is AJ. This hmm. is AJ. It's see you break it up because God trying to save you right now. God trying to save you right now. He, he breaking up because God trying to save you right now. Thank you, Kelly. I'm finishing no. my fight, bro. Like, what do you? It is it is a it is a worse look 
to step back and have your boys fight no for way. you. Are you it's kidding a, me? It's a worse look. It's a worse look, to, dude. You took advantage of a of a of a defenseless player. Watch. Oh my now he okay. Now he Blake Coleman already had him in a headlock, and then as Brandon Gallagher is falling, wow. then Mikhail Sergachev so, goes after him. Let's so see if this is choppy again. Is this choppy? So, is this choppy? So what I hear? Am I good? Is if we ever get into it, <laughs> you might throw the first punch. Okay. I gotta throw the next ten for you. All right, look, cool. look, look at this. Look, look, look at it's you paused. Were so there's no skipping at all. Hard the hit is versus the fact that he was the part of the fight. He was the beginning of the fight. Why is he not at supposed to be point, the end of the fight? Look at this pause right here. Look at this pause right here. At this point, Brendan Gallagher is a, def- is a defenseless player. Helmet's gone, off balance, and then Sergachev comes in. Brendan Gallagher doesn't even have a chance to defend himself. He's, so, he's so off balance. The referee has been a headlock. And then hold him back up and be like, no, 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 don't fall. I want to make this happen. That No. Bruh, you can't. Not, you can't but the thing is, the refs have already – the refs cool. have already we jumped are, in. Look, we, look. We are at we are we sir we sir are at what they call an impasse. This film room is at somewhere where we're never gonna learn anything from either part of that. If you have another play, I, you're never you're never getting me on that bandwagon. You're trying too hard to hate. That's all it is, bro. I'm sorry, sorry, but it's a problem. you're good. It's a it problem. is what it is. You feel how you feel. <laughs> you feel how you feel. <laughs> Softest <laughs> player. Mm. In the league, yep. he is. He really is. He softer. really is. Soft he let his, even softer. He's let his teammates fight his battles for him. You don't learn nothing by letting everybody else fight for you. Get your hands dirty. This is, this is not. It's not life. Is, it's not life. Terrible. Is that that's, what it's not? No, it's not. It's not. Just like I told oh, Dylan last life. night, he was playing real <laughs> hockey in shell. It's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. Okay, so let's go into the more film room type great fight, style buddy. of this. Great fight. Great fight. I love. Good job. That was good. That was good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so let's go into the actual the actual hockey here and talk about what the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing good and what they're do- and what the Montreal Canadiens are doing bad. So let's take you through. I want to start with the Tampa Bay Lightning power play. It is unreal good. Like this is a scary good power play. They have these set plays, and normally you have maybe one or two set plays. Tampa has a uh, an arsenal of set yeah. plays that they go to. And this one here, the one I just showed, I'll pull it back up again. Braden points in the slot right there, number 21 in the middle. They try to feed him twice, and he's he, he, get, he gets the puck on both occasions and gets a quality scoring chance off. What the Tampa Bay Lightning do on the power play is scary good. And that, that's what I want to, to, to kind of ease into this film room before I get really deep. Now, AJ, let me ask you something, buddy. When I brought up the New York Islanders last series and I said what they needed to do to beat Tampa Lightning, what was it? It was battle them in the neutral zone, make it hard to enter the offensive zone, and create turnovers. I feel like that's how you beat just about any team, though. (laughs) The biggest thing, the biggest thing there is standing them up at the blue line. You're going to notice a few of these goals from the Tampa Lightning. This one here, that's an easy zone entry, gets a shot on goal, and it goes in. The Tampa Bay Lightning, that's what they do. They are so good on the rush. Watch it from here. Starts all the way back in the zone. No one is standing them up. That is a problem. 
you have to make sure that you put a bot like you know how you do man coverage in, in the NFL. As soon as Tampa enters the zone, you almost have to be man to man coverage before they get to that blue line. Because once they get past, you then get that goal. You watch this goal happen, and Eric Chernak comes in untouched. You gotta have a body on him. You gotta have a buddy, a body on on Andre Palat who made that pass. That's what you have to do. And then you have the goal. Then you have the the goal that they scored. The, two of those goals, actually. Sorry, two of those goals that they scored on Monday night was that same exact play. And you want to see you want to see good uh, defense up. Like you want to see you want to see what I mean by stopping them at the blue line. Tampa did it in this game, and it led to a goal. Watch this play. So this is the goal. This is the goal that happens Boy. again on the rush. By the way, again on the rush. It's unbelievable. But watch this play from the start. This is a turnover that Tampa forces. Okay. That is, let's see if I can pause it on the, uh, see if I can get it on the, on the play by play here. Let's oh, see what yeah. we got here. Let's little fight. There. Yeah. We're not going to that again. There. Yeah. It's a good little <laughs> fight there. It's a good little fight. It's a good little fight. Good little scrum. So what? So you see this play. I have it paused here. Hopefully there's no skipping. Can you see that clearly? Everyone can see that clearly. Let me see if I can. Can you see uh, it clearly? Yes, I'll go full screen on you right there. Uh, I mean, I can see the screen clearly, yes. I just have to. Okay, good. Point. So I'm not playing it, but right. AJ, notice how many blue sweaters are mm-hmm. around the puck carrier over mm-hmm. in the corner. He's over by the boards, the puck, for those who, who might not know where the puck actually is here, right by the SAP sign, right next to the FanDuel sign on the boards there on the right-hand side, the puck is there. And mm-hmm. how many bolt sweaters are there? I mean, AJ, t- four guys ready to go. I mean, you can, a guys. solid three, and then the, and thirty sevens ready to attack if that if that puck comes anywhere near the the slot. So, and that, that's the thing. You know what thirty sevens doing right now? Thirty seven is about to take out that pass. Yep. That person to the left of thirty seven is is an option, and that's what led to the Tampa goal by that player being an option. But thirty seven is going to stop it there. And that's what happens to lead to this goal on the rush. No one stepping up early leads to the goal. And this is the play right here coming up where they force the turnover, force the turnover there. Bada bing, bada boom. Play goes up ice. Great zone entry. Watch the zone entry. Untouched, untouched, untouched. Oh, wow. Easy. It's easy. Tampa makes it look Tampa. And, and, and you and I have talked, I hate, I, you know, my dislike for Tampa, but you <laughs> yes, know, you've made it very apparent, you know, <laughs> you know that I respect their game and how good they are. That's what they do. Good. That is what they do. Just so good. Well. <laughs> and it's not even fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking at the Tampa lighting, if you look at the Montreal Canadiens, that's what the Habs need to do to be able to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I sound like a broken record. I sound like a broken record, don't I? Because I keep saying, beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. The New York Islanders needed to jam them at the blue line and stop them. Like, there is, there obviously, there's there's many other parts to the game, but, like, that right there is such big one. a big thing. And, and, of course, I can't not show Habs highlights or Tampa's highlights without this. Take a look here. This great save. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. 
Just mano a mano. Just saved on one of the. It's a great shooter. (laughs) Steven Stamkos is great at the game. And you just see this play. You watch where Carey Price is. He's on top of the blue paint. He's on top of the crease. Give Steven Stamkos nothing to shoot at. Glove save. Windmill. It's a beauty. Hey, but Stamkos did get on the other side and killed him with a one-timer. Later on in the game in the third period. He did. Nasty. I think that was on the power play. Wasn't that on the power play? Pretty sure. sure Pretty sure. It was one of uh, Kucherov's two assists or two goals, one assist that that, night. And and that's what they do so good. That power play is so good. And coming into the series, coming into the series, the Montreal Canadiens, he was. He was. But coming into the series, Montreal Canadiens were were 30 for 30 on penalty kills. They haven't allowed a power play yeah. goal all series long, but that's how good well, you're, Tampa is. It doesn't matter who your goalie is. doesn't matter who your defense is. It's, just it's, it's a fun thing to watch, you know, because you, you look at you, that's one thing I love about seeing some of the teams that you're wondering if they deserve to be in the in the finals. And you're looking at the best penalty kill team in the postseason versus the best power play team in the postseason. And Tampa got the best of them that night. And so far, I mean, we're we're down to 14 minutes in the second period, and the and the the yeah. scoreboard's blank. So there there hasn't been much give tonight. So maybe there's been a little bit and of change. They came out with the adjustments, but five to one, that, that was a little bit of a statement in the in game one. So tell me, sir, exactly, why do you think this is? It, I mean, we're talking game two. Why do we think yeah. it's do or die for the Canadians tonight? I think with it kind of goes back to that same thing. It's it's a very cliche thing to say. Oh no, there's a goal. Anthony Sorelli. It's it's a very cliche really? thing to say, but if Tampa Bay wins this game, it's over for the Canadians. There is no way Tampa is going to be able to win four out of five games against or there's no way Montreal is going to be able to win four of five games against Tampa. There's yeah. no way. They're not they're not that good. Tampa, I, I don't want to say Montreal's not that good. Tampa is is that damn good to where you just do not win four out of five. That, that's not a thing. They're going to beat you. And that's what's going to happen. And this goal, lots of traffic in front. Carey Price had a piece of it. That's the goal Carey Price would want back. <sighs> Tough. It's time for them to go night-night. <laughs> it is. It's not good. It's not good right now for them. But I want to. They need to score before Tampa Bay puts up the second on the board because they're not the Habs as good as they are as keeping up 2-0. They are not good at coming back down 2-0. And the and the bad thing is, what's really bad about all this, Tampa's 0 for 2 on the power play. Montreal is 0 for 2 on the power play. Montreal is out shooting Tampa right now, yeah, 16, 16 to eight. what, 8? Yeah. 16 to 8. So that so Tampa has had two power plays and still has only eight shots halfway through through two periods like if tampa gets like when when tampa gets going like tampa's going to get going on the for the, in the shot department watch out watch out is there anything else that you uh you want to discuss within this series what i do want to know about so one thing i've noticed about the canadians in their in their previous series they were normally the up pace team to me they were the guys that were playing with the speed and and, and out skating their opponents. Are they, are they better set trying to match that pace with Tampa Bay or are they better trying to slow Tampa Bay down and, and make them work? 
No, I know that no, sounds like not, very cliche way to say it too, but it's not. You can't match pace with Tampa. That's what, and we talked about it a lot during the New York Islanders series. One of the reasons why they lost is because they weren't playing their style and their pace of play. And it, <sighs> I, I don't want to be this broken record. I feel like this is all I say with this, and it's all I know. But if you, if if the island, if Montreal here play does what I said with what I said with the blue with stopping them at the blue line, yeah. that changes the pace of play. Because if you are aggressive at the blue line and forcing turnovers or forcing Tampa to do something at the blue line, you're you're making Tampa play a dump and chase style of play. And that's where you throw the puck in and you go get it. Instead of carrying the puck into the into the zone, you dump and you chase. You go get that puck. You work for it. That's not Tampa's game. They're good at it. They're 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 a great team. They're good at everything. Yeah. But that's not the style of play that they want to play. Their chances, I, I saw it from, from game, well, they scored five goals in that game. At least two of those goals were on the rush style of goals. So if you're the Montreal Canadiens, you don't want to play that run and gun style of, of hockey with Tampa. You have to slow the pace down and play your style of game. Montreal doesn't play a slow style, though. That's what I'm about they, to say. They I mean, their style seems to slow be. Tampa down. that's the thing you have to exactly much 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 easier said than done much easier who's the most important player who's the most important player for the canadians to get going not your favorite player who's the most important player they need to get going it's not going to you're not going to like it because it is my favorite player and i want to go back to the comment here beth brought it up montreal did not play Cole Caulfield on the power play during what I believe was their first power play. It's not good because the reason why they didn't play him on the, on that power play, it's not because he's hurt. It's because he's not performing the way he wants to. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what the guy, what the new coach's name. I think it's Luke Richardson. That's their new, that's their new head coach behind the bench uh, in replaced for, uh, for their normal head coach who is uh, under COVID protocol for the yeah. next like Ew, 10 days. Huh? Yeah, so so Richardson's behind the bench now, and Cole Caulfield, I would say, got benched. I'm not saying he got benched, benched, but like right. he was benched on a power play he should have been on. And if you're the Montreal Canadiens, you have to get him going. You have to get Nick Suzuki going, and there's a there's an under. Oh, that, that I was about to say Tyler Toffoli. That's the other like that there. The, as cliche as it sounds, they need to get their big guys going to Foley, Caulfield, Suzuki, but a guy who's not a big, a big problem with them or a, not a big name, Josh Anderson and Corey Perry, Corey Perry's a big name. He's made a name for himself. He's made a career yeah. playing for Anaheim and, and doing work there, but Corey player, Corey Perry plays on the fourth line, him, Eric Stahl and Joel Armia. That's a good fourth line. And to yeah. win a Stanley cup, you have to have that depth. So aside from the obvious of your top dogs need to be putting up points, it's that fourth line of, of stall Armia and, and Corey Perry that has to get the job done because that's what, that's what Tampa does. Tampa yeah. does that. Tampa gets those goals from their fourth line. Shit, Anthony yeah, Sorelli just scored. Anthony Sorelli has not had a goal in five games or a point in five games. That's really? not good, but they're getting that depth. Yeah. I thought he scored the other night. No, 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 no. 
I love I, I love this as we mm-hmm. as we wrap it up. Shout out Kelly. I mean, we've about before was not a big hockey fan before, and this guy comes in here mm-hmm. and he grinds. He 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 talks it, he talks it with the best here. of us. We got he talks it with here. with the best. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not fair that they have Scory Perry and Goal Caulfield. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that they have the two like very good scoring nicknames. Scory Perry and Goal Caulfield. It's great. Doesn't even, it's great. Doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> All right. Tampa, I think, is going to win this game. Why not? I think Tampa me? wins this game. <laughs> no, because there's no A. It's not It's not Carry Perry. It's Corey Perry. Core. Score. Core. Not core. Scare. Doesn't work. Fouls, buddy. Fouls. Because his name's Corey. Corey, okay. not Carrie. Because I'm more focused on the Perry part of the name. Uh, at this point, oh. I just call him Scory. Oh, so you're <laughs> going. You're Perry going, really you're, throws you're it off. Going, you are going with the Corey Scary. Got it. Got it. Well, you could have Scory Perry, oh, Gold Caulfield, scary. and Scary Price. See, that's so great. That's dope. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> See, it's all up in the noggin, buddy. It's all up in the <sighs> noggin. Uh, Tampa wins. I think Tampa is going to end up winning this game. What is one nothing now? They win this game three one, and they end up taking the series in five. But AJ, is there anything else that you got you want to you want to bring up, buddy? I once said bolts in six. Um, I, we we get a it, mulligan right. It very well could be bolts and it could be bolts and four. I, I if you I say bolts and four, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree that. with that. I, I really think. I don't believe that. I, I, I think Montreal finds a way to get one. I feel, I feel they find a way to get one at very at the very least. You would hope. You would hope, but the thing I wouldn't is, hope. is you talk I mean, about I, home ice. Again, and, yeah, you would But <laughs> home ice, it was just released just moments before we went live. Montreal will not have any more fans that they have than yeah. they have been having. So whatever I, I can't remember what their capacity was before. But it was not that much. It was very limited, and they will have limited capacity for the remainder of the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's not good, mm. and so that's one of the re- one of the many reasons why it could be bolts and four, and it would not surprise me. It really wouldn't. But AJ, do you have any last words for rounded out? I've got homework. You have homework, mm-hmm. correct? Final- I do. Okay. I do. Got I do. It. Got Wednesdays got is, so, you know, we, we've gotten pretty good at Wednesdays being that day where we just, we got to get our stuff done so we can hang out yep. with them longer on Thursdays and Fridays. You know, you yep. know, we do exactly. it for you guys. We do it for the fans. We do. We, we do it. For you ever see that? You ever see that Greg Jennings? You ever see that Greg Jennings video with the man? <laughs> Put the team on I his do back. Ship. Put the team with the <laughs> broken leg. Put the team on his back. He does this shit for Madden. That's a great video. That's a great video. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. That's a penalty. That's a bad penalty. Sorry. Sorry. That's a dangerous play. That's a shitty play. A dangerous play. Don't like it at all. Wouldn't be surprised if it was Mikhail Sergachev who did it. It was, but you saw that in the chat. (laughs) Was it? Was it? It was. It was. Oh, it was. Oh, I wasn't that dangerous. Nope, I lied. Sorry, I take I everything say, I said back. Kinda, that was that, that. That just was an awkward play. It was interference. It's a penalty, mm. but it's not. I, I, from from my view, it looked that like person. it looked like he buried him from behind. Yeah, but I take it back. 
Mikhail Sergachev <laughs> is a, a bitch for a lot of other reasons, but not that play. <laughs> AJ, any last words before we round it out? Now I'm saying Tampa in three. Stop hating on my team, bro. I'm tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa in three. <laughs> yeah, math checks out. Math checks out. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Okay, so that's your last words. AJ, tell them where they can find us at. Okay. You can find us at the Rough Cut <laughs> underscore sports on Twitter, at Rough Cut Sports on Facebook, the Rough Cut Sportscast on Instagram, and head over to YouTube like so many of our wonderful fans are doing right now. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe, hit that bell, and tell everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Rough Cut Sports. There it is. Beautiful. Really Tomorrow work on we'll that, be talking. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work out the kinks on that one. Tomorrow we'll be live again, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time right here on Facebook, Twitter, and the YouTube sphere. I did that backwards. <laughs> it was supposed to be Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter sphere. Yeah. But I did not because I do what I want. I like the YouTube Eight, sphere. Oh, sh- hold on. Shout out Bailey. I've been, I've, been, I've been shitting on Bailey all day long on his terrible wrestling takes. Terrible. Oof. Terrible wrestling Ooh. takes. Terrible. How terrible. Terrible. He's a good kid. Good kid. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, very, very, very terrible. Very and, terrible. But, but he is also, he is a good kid. He's also correct. 8.30-ish. You know, we'll be on like <laughs> 8.30-ish, you know. Things go and, wrong. And Y'all don't you know, know what all, means. <laughs> and you know what also? You, you want to know what also makes Bailey great? And you know what also makes Beth great? Okay. Is they're all on YouTube. YouTube. They all, they <laughs> all started on Facebook. They all started on Facebook. You see these comments at the very beginning. Facebook. And then by the end of the show, they made the switch. So follow us on YouTube. Start watching us on YouTube tomorrow before the show even starts at 830. At 8:30. Just go on YouTube. Find us there. That's where you want to be. Check us out. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.